Hello, this is Collective Noun Radio. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun on Hit 105. On the show tonight, Zach, we are so excited. My mum is joining us again, Judy. Dom, this is so exciting because I don't think anyone has ever heard a mum do a prank call. No. And that's what we want to do. Usually it's teenagers. <laughs> we want to put a nice old mum, give her the task of a classic prank call and see how she does. She did it for the first time last week. Can I say, uh, I have heard from her so many times this week about the nerves that she felt, but then the excitement started to hit in as well. Oh, that, that, those are all, you know how you have the stages of grief? <laughs> Those are the stages well, of a prank phone call. I, I would not have put it past her to be doing some prank calls throughout the week as like a warm-up. I think I mean, maybe fair enough. she's got the bug now. She wants to do it. This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Dom, I have an idea on how to get free car, Red Joe. Okay. It came out of today. It came out of a bad situation. Um, I was pulled over by the police <laughs> um, on my way home today, and he came up to me and he said, hey... I just drove past you mm. and the cameras on the car picked up your car and told me that your car wasn't registered. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, that's never what you want to hear from no. a cop. When he says the cameras on your car, on my car picked your car up, you think, have I won a prize? Yeah. <laughs> it's never the, good news, is am, it? Am I the lucky number plate? <laughs> I have to give away one prize today <laughs> and your car's the winner. Do I get a literal get out of jail free card? No, well, two things I learned from this, Dom. Firstly, I didn't know they had that technology. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no, I've never heard of the, the So I literally drove past it and like, beep, 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 beep. That car's Reggio's overdue. So wait, the, the camera was on his car? Yeah, and it picked up my number plate. Gosh, isn't no. that amazing? Is, is this like when the military have like stuff years before the, the general population <laughs> do? Yeah, I don't know. Secondly, I didn't know that my Reggio was expired. So right. I was like, he was like, did you know this? And I was like, no. And as he said it, you know, when you have that really bad realization, yes. I was like, yeah, I yeah. do remember getting a letter ages ago. <laughs> but the problem is they give it to you like with a month's notice because yeah. they're trying to give you heaps of time, but I need the opposite. Exactly. What I need is if it's a bill, if it's Rego, I want it to be like Snapchat. So <laughs> I want to open it and it to be like, you have 10 seconds to pay this. Yeah. Or else we're going to blow up your car. It's the same thing as when someone sends you an invitation for an event in six months. I'm not going to remember yeah, that. Yeah, you're going to forget it. Tell me it's on tomorrow night. Cancel all your <laughs> <laughs> cancel all your plans. Exactly. So anyway, I'm just like, um, he's like, hey, your is overdue. I'm going to have to give you a ticket. And I was like really awkward. So I'm like, um, thank you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he went and he gave me a ticket. He comes back. Uh, I have to pay like $300. Um, and is then that, he's, is that on top of the red Joe? Yeah. Oh, oh dude, it's been a bad afternoon. <laughs> and then he's writing out this, like, um, this letter that's like, it's like a really short term red Joe. So oh, okay. Right, right, right. This is like, you can get these for you if you lose your driver's license and stuff yes, as well. Same thing. Yeah. So he's like, uh, where are you going and how long do you think you're going to be? Right. And so I'm like, I'm going home. It'll probably be like 20 minutes. So he's like, okay, this will get you there. If you get pulled over again, just show on this. Right. Here's my idea. Oh, great. <laughs> I just said somewhere local. <laughs> Could you say Perth? <laughs> and it's going to take me three months to get there. <laughs> For the late night Macca's run, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Dom, I have a theory that you can learn a lot about someone from their internet search history. That's why we invented this. Dom's Google History. Whoa, okay. <laughs> can only imagine. Each week, Dom, we read out the highlights of your week of Google history, the things you search. Highlights is an interesting term, isn't it? It suggests there's good ones in there. Highlights for us, 
maybe low lights for your life. I, I don't know. Well, I think last week we had, um, you found out that I'd Googled, when is it too late to mow your lawn? Right. You wanted to know if it was okay to mow your lawn at 2 a.m. Yes. The answer is no. No, it's not. It's I learnt, definitely not okay. I learned that thanks to Google. So um, I don't remember what I've searched. Uh, you've got the list there. What have we got this week? Dom, first thing I want you to explain. This was Googled at 5.08 a.m. Okay. on Sunday. Uh, struggling to sleep, yep. What is the heaviest vegetable? <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes you're struggling to get to sleep and your mind just wanders to interesting places. Mm, interesting. <laughs> uh, you lo- using that a little bit loosely. Well, this came from, you know, the story last week about people who are putting vegetables and fruit through at like coal self-serve checkouts as different things. Mm. I was thinking, what's the heaviest thing you can put something through as? Do you what, know was what, I mean? what was it? Uh, have you heard of the jackfruit? It turns um, out that's the heaviest fruit or vegetable. No, I haven't. A jackfruit, apparently. I don't know if coal stock them, so it might be unhelpful, but uh, I did a lot of reading on jackfruits. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, Monday, 2.50pm. Yep. Woodturner's Brisbane. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, okay, this one's... For the first time in Dom's Google history, this one has a boring explanation. I'm sorry oh, yeah. to tell you. Sure. Uh, I parked my car at a place uh, and caught an Uber from a place that had the sign at the front, Wood Turners. And you didn't know what that was? I didn't... Well, no, I, I didn't know how to get back there. I didn't know what the address was, so I had to Google it before I could give the Uber driver the address to okay, take me back. Okay, that's, uh, that's rocketed their, um, <laughs> their search... <laughs> Their, their Google alert is going nuts because someone finally Googled them. Jerry runs into Bill. He's like, Bill, someone's Googled us. Okay, and our last one, uh, 2.33 in the afternoon on Thursday. Yep. How to hint it's your birthday. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. That's pretty self-explanatory, I think, that one. Oh, gosh. You know, I found one article about that, and it said, don't. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Zach, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a, a clean freak or a hygiene freak, but certainly when people violate the, the generally accepted rules of hygiene, it mm. does annoy me. So you're not a germaphobe, no. but you're sympathetic to their plight. I'm on the scale, right? <laughs> yeah. I was at a Subway uh, 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 just earlier today getting lunch. Yeah. Now tell me if this would spark you off in terms of being a I'm germaphobe. a little bit of a germaphobe, so it probably would have. Right, we'll see what you think of this. So the guy made the sub before me wearing his gloves. Mm. Do you think they need to put a new pair of gloves on between subs? Depends what meat they pick up. Well, this isn't the whole story. He takes the guy's coins in front of me. Oh, he pays no, for his sub. Not. He pays definitely for his not. sub purely in coins because for some reason he had coins on him like that. And then Oh, he just found some treasure. <laughs> I guess so. And the first thing you do <laughs> is go buy Subway. Right. So he he takes the guy's coins, puts them in the till, wearing the same gloves he's made that guy's sub with. Yeah. Then walks over to me and says, All right, mate, what do you want? Do you know what the problem is here? I don't yeah. think some of the employees they get told to wear gloves and I don't think they realise why you need to, because I've had people before. You know how sometimes they wear one glove and one non glove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have in your non glove hand you handle the money and then in glove hand you handle the food. This person just took my money with their gloved hand. I'm like, you have a non-gloved hand. It's what almost, are you doing? It's almost like their belief is that the glove is to keep their hand from having to touch the food. But it's, <laughs> it's not about your system. But my whole thing is like, when you're in that situation, Zach, you mm. can't say, oh, actually, before we start, can you? You can. can if, you, you? if you were someone who was a legit germaphobe, you would. What? And I guess that tells you how far along the scale you are. <laughs> okay, right. You'd say, can you change? I've seen people say, can you change the um, glove? But he would be my concern. If I said, can you please change the glove? He would be so annoyed at me for asking that, that he would yes. do something else to the sub, See, 
Which is worse. My friend has the same theory. He will never send anything back. <laughs> right. Because he goes, they're definitely going to spit on it the second time. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Zach, it's time for our favourite segment here on the show. We're joined in studio by your mum, Judy Dom. And we wondered, what would it be like if a nice mum made prank calls? Call of Judy. That's right. It's Call of Judy. Mum, you're back here for a second week of uh, doing some prank calls. How are you feeling? Marginally better. Yeah, see, last week went pretty well. I think everyone had a good time. I think so. Uh, we did, you did, the caller did. Now, I have been hearing, <laughs> Mum, that you've been doing a lot of prank calls throughout the week just as practice. Is that true? I'm not committing to anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the way this works, Zach has a traditional uh, prank call that he's going to pass on to you. We're going to dial in a random number and we're going to see how they react to a mum giving them that prank call. This week is a classic prank. What you need to do when they pick up is you ask, firstly, for Mr. Wall. Mm. When they say Mr. Wall's not there, you ask if Mrs. Wall's there. When they say Mrs. Wall's not there, you say, well, are there any walls there? When they say no, you come in with the punchline. Well, what's holding up your house, Ben? <laughs> it's an all-time classic, Mum. Are you feeling ready? As ready as I can be. <laughs> okay, Mum. Well, uh, here we go. We're done the number now. Good luck. Hello, Jordan speaking. Oh, hi, it's Judy calling. Is that Mrs. Wall, Mr. Wall? No. Oh, is Mr. Wall there? No, this, you've got the wrong number, sorry. So it's not the wall? There's no walls there at that, front, at that number? Nope, definitely not. Sorry. What's holding the walls? <laughs> What's holding the walls? Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, this is Zach and Dominic 105. How are you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You've just been prank called by my mum. She's given it her best shot. <laughs> Jordan, how do you think she went? She didn't quite get the joke out. She had me going. I was about to hang up. I must admit. You're very kind to listen Judy, to Judy, do you want to do you want to do the punchline yeah, now? Let's... Well, you've got a bit more composure. So, so we're just I, resetting. I wanna, I wanna hear it. Yeah, we're just resetting. So you asked if Mr. Wall was there. He wasn't. No, Mrs. Wall. So then there's no, no walls, walls there. <laughs> <laughs> What's holding up the roof then? Oh, Jordan, well, look, um, thank you for building my mum's confidence up. She really loves prank calling and we love to give her that opportunity. <laughs> thank you very much, guys. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Dom, I was up the coast today and I saw the whale watching boats go out. Oh, yes. And firstly, I just want to say, I think they're using the word watching too liberally. <laughs> Because it should be like whale glimpsing. Do you know what I mean? Because right. if I was to say to you, I'm going to go watch TV, <laughs> you would assume I was going to see more than three seconds of a TV show, wouldn't you? It would just pop up briefly. You'd see 10 seconds of Will and Grace and then it disappears again. Right. Fair enough. So this is what I was thinking. The biggest problem with whale watching mm. is that you can't guarantee you're going to see whales because you can't organize with them. It's not like a mutual thing. <laughs> You're just going to go try find them. Well, and, and see, this is the... In fact, I would actually go a step further than that, Zach. I would go as far as to say that I think most of the time they don't see whales. Have you been whale watching? I have. And we went out for three hours and not one whale. And the whole time, the, the guy who was the captain kept saying, they'll be here soon. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure we'll see one soon. How does he know? <laughs> because he can't talk to the whales. Oh, but they also do the whole, oh, every other day that we come out here, we see one. So this is this is really rare for us today. Turns out there's no refund if you don't see whales. This is where my idea comes from, Dom. <laughs> right. I have an idea on how anyone can make millions of dollars in tourism. <laughs> okay. We start our own whale watching tours. 
<laughs> now, you don't have to be good at spotting whales. You don't have to be good at knowing whales. You don't have to know anything about whales. Right, so I'm, a, I'm an applicant for this then? You just have to be really convincing. <laughs> so this is what you do. Yes. When you're on the boat and everyone's looking one direction, you get someone to throw something overboard on the other side so it makes a splash. <laughs> then really convincingly, you yell, Whoa, did you guys see that? <laughs> and then everyone spins around and you go... Oh, man, you just missed it again. <laughs> you charged 300 bucks a ticket. You're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> For the late night drives, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Even after a long weekend's gone, there is still so much news out there. And it's really hard to take a, you know, to get across it all, Zach. Because the news doesn't take a holiday. There's so much news, Dom. Queen's birthday holiday yesterday. Not for the news. They had to print. They had to uh, put out newspapers. Mm. They had to put up um, uh, links on their Facebook pages. The the jobs never end. (laughs) You wouldn't believe it, Zach. I was on a happy stroll out on my Queen's birthday Monday morning. I went to a news agency expecting there to be nothing there. Because what's there to report? Newspapers for the day. What's going on? If only there was like a small news report. It was like, I don't know, like 40 seconds long, and it just told you everything you needed to know. Or something like this. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News today, Niall from One Direction wants to get a photo with every shopping centre Santa this year. I think it's, it's obviously a busy summer. I think they're all like within six or seven weeks, so it's a busy, busy it's going to be a busy summer. Also, Vance Joy went to a Dora the Explorer fan club meeting. Uh, it's funny, like you sit in a room with like eight other people, and I made my friend Rob come with me. And Justin Bieber revealed why he wasn't happy with the NRL Grand Final. My biggest fear is sharks. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Guys, if you've listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, aka the Collective Noun Forum, aka the happiest place on the internet. And it's so easy to get a ticket onto the Collective Noun Forum, Zach. All you have to do is pay a five-star review. That's your admission price. Mm. Once you pay that five-star rating, you can write whatever you want in the review and we read it out. Look, Dom, it's the cheapest... Uh, form of entertainment going around. Mm. Uh, it costs you five-star review. Yes, we do benefit from that. We're, we're not holding back and saying that we don't. Oh, no. But then you get a ticket into the happiest place on the internet. I mean, what could we win with that? Exactly. Uh, we're going to start this week, Zach, from the US, which is always lovely to hear from a reviewer uh, overseas from Australia. Livia Neutron Bomb, who we've heard from once or twice before, has got in touch to say uh, that she's listening from the US, Oregon specifically. And I didn't know this story because apparently my mum recommended the podcast when both of my parents stayed with her family for a wedding some time ago. Your mum? Yes. My mum stayed with this family for a wedding. I do remember she went to Oregon for a wedding at some stage last year. Oh, wait. Your mum went overseas, stayed with a family. Mm. They had a daughter? Apparently. I assume that's what's happened. And your mum recommended your podcast. Yeah. Our podcast. It has made me start wondering, where else is my mum recommending my podcast? And in fact, how many of our listeners... Is that all our listenership (laughs) recommended by your mum? Because my mum, Judy, has been promoting the podcast. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> oh, look, I mean, it's... it's, it's, it's a listener. And we're happy to have Olivia Neutronbaum on board. It's good to have a, a publicist, I guess. I just didn't know my mum was doing that. You know, I was watching something the other night about how rats have got all around the world. <laughs> yep. Because they were able to stow away on ships. Right, of course. That's what we've done. <laughs> so our podcast is a rat. Yeah. Your mum's the ship. She goes over to America and we jump off and we start spreading around. That's it. And I think that that's a great analogy to call our podcast a rat. I think that's about that quality. And probably that reflects how well liked we are by the average person. (laughs) 
Uh, Livia Neutron Bomb, Zach, you might also remember, was one of our very first power users on the uh, Collective Noun forum, which there was an old rule to get onto the Collective Noun. Mm. Uh, to become a power user, you had to sneak our names into a review, and if we didn't notice, you're a power user. It was like one of those laws that you hear about and you go, does that still exist? You know those ones from, like, Victorian times. Exactly. That's what this was to the podcast. And, uh, look, Livia Neutron Bomb just wants to say that she wants to address perhaps the difficulty of attaining power userhood is too high, and maybe there should be other ways to join. But that's the idea. You're an elite class. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But she does say she thinks she speaks for all power users when she says that we are welcoming of all and are always welcome to newcomers. Of course. And I think that's great. Does she mean the power users or the collective noun forum in general? The power users, is, is okay. particularly. And They're the ruling class. Yes. Yes. They're above us. Um, I think it's like alternate to us, isn't it? Oh, so they like we're the CEOs. They're the board. So I don't know if you have much, you know, management systems of What I'm basically saying is I'm just trying to set up a situation where we can't be fired by them. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm trying to get across. <laughs> right. Okay. So they're, they're maybe benefactors. Let's go with that. Um, I, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> um, but look, I, I think that, you know, maybe the, the power user, is the power user thing a retired part of the Collective Noun Forum now? I'm not sure. That's been my gut feel, but okay. maybe it's hung up its boots, the power user section, and that the power users now, similar to the royal family, you can only get they, in by, by marrying one. They, okay. <laughs> they have that position forever. Exactly. Can you give your position away? Oh, that's interesting. Well, how would you feel if Prince William decided to give his position in the royal family away? Can Pri- <laughs> Prince Will? No. <laughs> Prince Charles? <laughs> I'd be more open to that. <laughs> right, okay. Well, look, I don't know if you can give it away. Um, oh, should we say that? Yeah. Okay. So that's how you become a power user now. You have to convince a current power user to give theirs away or marry them. Or save a power user's life. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's a, there's a lot of mythology behind it. We'll, uh, we'll write a book one day, but, yeah. um, but that's a lot of now. rules. I don't expect everyone to know all of them. <laughs> uh, we move to Dragonflame15, who says it's great to be on the happiest place on the internet. Uh, they say that it must be a Melbourne thing, but they think that they're the only one that likes Nickelback songs. Now, Zach, we chatted about this last week uh, that I, I revealed and our producer Mark revealed that we are at least impartial to the music of Nickelback. Mm. And now the Nickelback users and the Nickelback fans are coming out of the woodwork. Well, there has to be someone in the world that likes them because <laughs> they've sold a lot of records. That's true. And uh, it, look, I'm glad to hear that it's a safe place for Nickelback fans because there's not many places on the internet that a Nickelback fan won't get paid out. That's true. And so I'm glad to know this is a safe space. I can't guarantee you won't get paid out. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> uh, we move to Megan underscore MLR. Um, now, she says that apparently my dairy addiction is one of the best things ever. Interesting. Uh, that's not what anyone in my life... Including your doctor. <laughs> said before, but she wants to know how old we are because apparently we look like we're 20, Zach. I do look younger than I am, that's for sure. But I do I, sound probably younger as well. But I do know that uh, there is a big controversy in America at the moment about celebrities not revealing that's their true. ages. Oh, should we withhold our ages or are you happy to, re- to reveal that information? I'm happy to reveal. Okay, here we go. I'm, this not, is... I'm not on IMDb yet. <laughs> this is the exclusive. I'm 23. And I'm 26. There we go. Um, soon to be 27 though, Zach. Don't underplay yourself. Like, yeah, within a month. Within a month. I do think that's interesting, though. What age of life do you stop saying, I'm nearly this age? Because technically, I mean, in the scheme of things, you are always near the next age. It's only a year away. Exactly. But also, I know when you're a kid, th- there is such an age that exists as eight and three quarters. You never hear that. You never hear someone <laughs> say, I'm 33 and three quarters. So we're interviewing for the new CEO <laughs> job. <laughs> age, uh, 58 and three quarters. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly, right? But so you're nearly 27. I've just turned 23, um, which is actually why I'd like to say thank you to Jacob Shannon, who's a longtime uh, reviewer on the Collective Noun Forum, who has written out the entirety of the Happy Birthday to You song and for He's a Jolly Good Fellow in his review uh, towards me for my birthday last Friday. So thank you very much, Jacob. That's was... nice, because we put that up on our Instagram. Um, maybe that's how he knows it's your birthday. Is that right? I, think I don't think we mentioned it. it in the podcast. No, I don't think did we? we did. Um, unless maybe Jacob's a friend of mine on Facebook, which is entirely possible. <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, I, I, so all of these listeners are linked back <laughs> to you in some way. <laughs> For years, there's been this illusion that people actually listen to the show. In reality, they're all people who I know. Right. <laughs> Uh, two more for today, though, Zach. Firstly, Lockie wants to know uh, if we watched that new Australian drama TV show, The Wrong Girl, that premiered last Wednesday. The way he's written this makes it sound like he's in Channel 10 publicity. <laughs> yeah. I've got to be honest with you. Um, is it just a normal chat? Is that what he wants to have? I think so. I missed it. I, I missed it as well. I mean, by all reports, I know people who watched it who said it was a great show. Yes. I'm and sure, I'm sure it, it was. He did go on to list the entire cast and crew, so it is Does getting... He? No, he doesn't do that. <laughs> but I mean, look, if he's going to take his job with 10 publicity seriously, I think you've really got to step it up, Lockie. Yeah, sure. Uh, he also wants to know, Zach, from me, whether there's anything more to my home suburb of Wishart than just the dentist that I've mentioned and the McDonald's. Um, now, look, Wishart's a pretty dull suburb uh, mm. in the south side of Brisbane. Kind of one of those suburbs that was like a new development 15, 20 years ago. You, you come to my place in Wishart regularly. How would you sum up Wishart as a suburb? Mm. Uh, is there a football field? I go past the football field on the way there. Is that in Wishart? No, that's Mount Gravatt. That's okay. a, that, that, there's a bit more happening in Mount Gravatt than there is in Wishart. I saw that um, white kookaburra. Oh, that's true. There's a white kookaburra that is around the Wishart area. That's what we got going for us, I guess. It was pretty amazing. And I've you got... guys didn't think so. Michael and Dom didn't, <laughs> but um, I stand by that. That was a pretty good sighting. But look, no, there's not really much notable to mention from Wishart. I'm also just about to move from Wishart in the coming months. So okay, but I have good done, I've done my <laughs> my growing up in that suburb. So the, the literally the only thing worth mentioning is Wishart Village. It's just a small shopping center with a red rooster. Which one's that? Have I been there? Uh, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think I have actually. And it's got... um, It's got Foodworks. Used to have a Video Easy, which is now a pharmacy, as all video stores have become. Uh, sadly, that is no longer. So, you know, wish out, if, you, if you're visiting Brisbane, probably not one to add to your list of things to no. see. And it's not a long <laughs> list to begin with. It really isn't. It's Stefan's Needle, the Story Bridge, and then you're back to the airport. <laughs> Don't add Wishart to your list. You're and and if, you ever, if you ever have a stopover in Brisbane and you think, ah, oh, I only have an hour. <laughs> I, what, I can't get anything done. <laughs> Wrong. You can do it all. You can do the whole Brisbane experience in that time. Um, lastly for today, Zach, Curly's mum has gotten in touch and says that Sorry, they- Curly's mum? Yes. Yeah. Not, Just trying to figure out who it was. Okay, not Curly's dad. No, not Curly yeah. themselves. I won't get it mistaken for anyone else. Um, Curly's mum. Curly's mum says that they've listened to the 28th of September podcast, which was yes. last Wednesday's show. Yes. Um, and they never left a review. So this was the last time we did the forum, Zach. And I mentioned that I was having a psychic inkling That's right. that someone would listen to this for the first time and leave a review. And uh, Curly's mum has done just that but has gone on to insult me by saying maybe I should use these psychic skills to get a girlfriend. <laughs> Great bird. I've never been insulted by mum before. That's, uh, that's how a new one. How do you feel? Dumb. Okay, so how do you feel? Do you think there's a girlfriend in the future? Um, I don't know. Do you think I should use my psychic skills to see what my love life's going to be? I'm just wondering if they, what you're feeling like. Uh, I, I would hope there's a girlfriend in the future. Um, how, how far future are we talking? I'm asking you. 
Um, oh, look, I would say uh, we're not at DEFCON 4. What are the, the US security systems? You know, That one like sounds bad. DEFCON, I think DEFCON 4. I mean, looking at producer Michael, he's seen a lot of those disaster movies, I'm guessing. Is DEFCON 4 the really serious one? Sure. Where stuff's about to go down? Yeah. If that's the case, I'm at DEFCON 2. No, I mean, you revealed your age. You're only 23. That's There's, true. You've got heaps of time. Very, uh, is it weird, though, that I'm thinking of DEFCON 4, and the only way I know that is because there's a parody of it in one of the Santa Claus movies? <laughs> there's like an ElfCon scale of when, you know, how serious a Christmas emergency this is. So probably no girlfriend for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. First rule, don't bring up movie references that involve... Santa Claus. <laughs> the Santa Tim Allen movies. Great wow, I'm franchise. I'm really getting an insight to why those dates are going badly now. <laughs> <laughs> Opening question. Either way, either if you led with your top five Tim Allen movies or your top five Christmas movies, they're Wait, both bad. Which is better though? <sighs> which is more respectable, a Christmas movie well, or a Tim Allen more, movie? What's more than one Tim Allen movie that's not a Christmas movie? <laughs> they're often the same thing, aren't yeah. they? I think Tim jungle Allen... to Jungle? Remember that? No, I don't. Uh, that was about um, a guy who grew up in the jungle. Okay. And then he was Tim Allen's kid, and he went to live with them in the city. So he was like a Tarzan character, but like a teenager. Was there a Christmas scene in that, that film? Very possible. Because Tim Allen does a lot of... I was about to say the only other one I can think of is Christmas with the Cranks. Definitely a Christmas movie. How many Christmas movies has he done? <laughs> That's a great question. He has done a lot of Christmas <laughs> movies. I wonder why. Does no one else want to do them, or is he just so good at them? Did he have a real life run-in with Santa, a la <laughs> the Santa Claus, where Santa made him a promise? He said, look... I'll forget all this if you make 10 Christmas movies. <laughs> well, in that case, he ticked that off in 1995. <laughs> He's kept going, though. Our producer, Michael, has just given us a number. Tim Allen has done four Christmas movies, Dom. Mm. And I feel like if you have done enough Christmas movies for a box set... <laughs> Too many. Right. Okay. Not a bad theory. But we should say big shout out, obviously, to Tim Allen and all his films as we uh, get closer to the Tim Allen film season, which is December of each year. We will, closer to Christmas, go through Dom's recommendations for Christmas movies because yes. he has all of them. Have we touched much on my love of Christmas uh, we'll on the podcast? There. We'll, get, we'll there. get there. We'll get there later in the year. Uh, that does wrap up the Collective Noun Forum, uh, this edition of it, though. If you do want to be a part of it, all you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave your five-star rating, write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the show. Dom, it's getting harder and harder to pick real technology from fake technology. That's why each week we put it to the test with this. App or crap? Dom, I'm going to pitch... Two apps at you. Mm. you got to tell me which app is real and which one is fake. A lot of ridiculous things on the app store, Zach, so it's a hard game. This week's apps, Dom, they're both around um, football, sporting, okay. uh, because the grand finals were on the weekend. I think, you know, with football done as well for another year, both codes, it's kind of like you need something to keep you going on your phone. You know what I mean? Until the next season. Our first app, Dom, it's called Kick. Okay. And this is, you know, when maybe when you're younger, did you ever trade football cards? Oh, uh, I didn't trade, more so steal football cards, but right. I was I was definitely into football cards. So Kick is an app where you do uh, football trading cards, mm. but virtual. I, so like you okay. collect the different cards, you trade with people, you do everything that you used to do with football cards, but you don't actually have them physically. You just have them on your phone. Isn't the whole point of football cards that you have them physically in your little collector's folder, album? Yeah, I would have thought so. <laughs> 
Uh, and also you think some are rare, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you just, when it's an app, you're just kind of taking their word for it. <laughs> this is a really rare one. I don't know. You computer generated it. I don't believe you. <laughs> yep. Okay. So what are your thoughts on that? Would you use Kick? Um, I, look, 10-year-old me might have used Kick. I probably, I imagine it would be cheaper than my uh, footy card collection. That was about $4 a pack. I don't know. Pack. Those in-app purchases. It's <laughs> very true. Um, but yeah, no, look, Kick sounds good. Uh, our next app is called The Call. Okay. And you know usually in games how you're playing as the player. Oh, is this Some a- of them you play as the manager. Oh, this is great. This one you play as a commentator. <laughs> so you start out uh, uh, commentating like small time games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you work your way up to the big <laughs> leagues. You can pick what sport or what like... Um, division and stuff like that what um really? what do i mean like um like nrl or afl or soccer Seriously? or whatever so how do you, how does it judge how well you're doing um well because it knows the players because okay. you know how like it will know what players you have so voice recognition and all that yeah and stuff like that so if you're calling the right players you're getting oh. excited around a goal it can tell if you're excited and stuff like that look this is uh you know it's a dream of mine to be a, a commentator that's been one since i was a kid when i wasn't good at playing sport i wanted mm. to commentate it so never in the months that we have played apple crap have i hoped an app is real more than the call okay, which one's real and which one's fake the kick the call um Purely on hope and ambition, yep. I'm going to say the call is real. Dom, you're incorrect. The oh, call was the one I made up. Oh. Kick the trading card game is real. However, <laughs> move over Tiger Woods 2015 <laughs> and bring on Ray Warren 2015 because I think the call has a lot of meat to it. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Zach, just before we do go, though, my dad said something to me uh, over the weekend, which I think he meant to be encouraging, but probably came across as one of the meanest things I've ever heard. Okay. So you would say uh, that I, I'm, look, I'm not the, the, I'm not the super athletic guy uh, that you would know in your, your friendship group. No. But I'm, um, I'm not fat. No. Where would you say I fit? Somewhere in between? Well, let's say if an athletic guy is the iPhone 7. Yeah. You're the iPhone 7 Plus. <laughs> Just a little bit bigger. Right, a little bit bigger. Okay, I think that's a fair way of putting Better it. Better camera, though. <laughs> that's, and that's what I go around saying as well. Well, here's the thing is, I was having a chat with my dad, and uh, I was, was talking about my physique and how, you know, maybe there's like four or five kilos I wouldn't mind losing, right? Yeah. And he says to me, he's like, oh, come on, Dom, you're not fat. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're not fat. You just love food more than what people think of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking when he said that, I'm like, surely that sounds literally from the textbook of what to say to your child who's overweight. Is it true? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, uh, yeah, but <laughs> it depends on the food. But yeah, I guess he's right. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online at facebook.com slash collective noun comedy. Brisbane's Hit 105.